Welcome to your Alainda's Fuck Life podcast, hosted by your girl Shalvika. I am a life transformation coach, a wife, a cat mom, pure generator, Enneagram three, Pisces sign, and helping you build an Alainda's Fuck Life is my jam. Out in this world, we believe that there are no set rules for building a life, career, and business. That we are all unique, and we should be able to embrace our uniqueness in everything we do, while shedding all the rules or bullshit rules one at a time. We will talk all things mindset, manifestation, healing, energetics, rituals, success. and so much more i believe that i can have it all and you can too ready for an episode that will take you one step closer to your aligned as fuck life let's get started hello hello you lovely people and welcome to another episode of your aligned as fuck life with shalvika i am again seated in my office sitting here in my pajamas having a cup of coffee talking to you all things about why we do what we do understanding our limiting beliefs a little bit more the reason why i decided to talk about this in my second episode is because a lot of us do understand that how we think about things how we look at things how we think about ourselves um what kind of boundaries we set with ourselves all of these factors play a really really big role in the kind of results you get in the kind of life you lead the success you have whether you actually go after what you really want or not is all driven by these factors and that is why i feel it is so bloody important for each and every one of us to just understand what our beliefs are what our limiting beliefs are and also understand where they come from because unless you know what it is that they are coming from where it is that they are coming from and what impact that they are having on your life on your day to day life today it's very difficult to bring your consciousness upon them bring your attention towards them so that you can start reframing them and of course that is something we will dive into very very soon uh, but today we are just going to understand why we do what we do in terms of our limiting beliefs and the beliefs that just you know hold us back All right so I have my set of notes here so I'm going to dive right into it. So before we actually go into what are limiting beliefs I want to take a little bit of time and talk about what our beliefs really are, right? So in NLP terms, NLP is neuro linguistic programming. In in NLP terms, your beliefs are actually uh denoted as mental maps right so basically they are a map of how you view the world your beliefs are a representation like a map is the representation of the world your beliefs are a representation of the world around you right and why is this important why is knowing that beliefs are a representation of the world around you is important is because that tells you that your beliefs are just that 
they are a representation they are not the reality in the same way that a map is not the territory so let me you know let me simplify say i have a world map right next to me i want you to picture that i have i have a world map right next to me and i'm like moving my fingers all over the world map and i land on germany my finger lands on germany right now in the world map that spot that particular space is taken by this country called germany however that germany that my finger is pointing at is just a representation of the actual terrain of the actual nation that is huge and ginormous and has different terrains and forests and rivers and everything in it it's just a representation of that so the map is not really a territory so when i point at a map and say this is germany i don't really mean this is germany what i mean is this is this small piece of paper is representing this country called germany this terrain called germany that's exactly what your belief beliefs are they are a map and it's very important to understand and accept that the map is not the territory so your beliefs are not your reality they are an abstraction of reality they are a representation of reality and they're very essential to be honest they're very essential so that we can make sense of the world around us our belief systems are really really important they play a crucial role in us predicting a complex world now let me give you an example say you are with a 6 year old kid and you want to cross the road what you're going to do when you're crossing the road and you're trying to teach the kid with you to cross the road you're going to tell her that you know any time you want to cross a road you've got to be careful well because there's a lot of traffic on this road and you got to make sure that there's no oncoming cars that are driving towards you especially if you live in a crazy country like india right like i know like t- t- talking back to germany i know um cars just love to stop to let pedestrians pass but that's not true in a lot of the countries in the world so you know when you're teaching her how to cross a, how to cross a road what you're going to tell her is roads are dangerous to cross without paying attention so you have to be very focused when you cross the road you have to make sure there's no oncoming car you have to look on your right look on your left ensure that there's nothing that can crash into you and then cross the road what you are essentially doing is you are passing on to that kid a belief that you have to be cautious while crossing the road and this is a belief that's extremely crucial in that little girl's life because well you know accidents can happen you know crossing a road can lead to crazy accidents which you really don't want that kid to face in her future so you are instilling a belief in her world that is actually going to help her survive that is actually going to help her not be in an accident and get you know hit by a car right so this is an example of why beliefs are essential beliefs help us make sense of the world around us beliefs actually 
teach us how to be human in our today's sense of the world like this modern world sense of the term right so i've got to you know make sure that i clean my dog's poop when i walk him down the street that belief is essential because i know that if i don't do that it's going to inconvenience the hundreds of other people who live on the same street as me so beliefs are a very very important part of our upbringing but like anything in life beliefs also have a flip side so what ends up happening a lot of times is you knowingly unknowingly end up passing on beliefs to children that may be detrimental to their good growth that may be detrimental to them actually finding their most authentic voice and then those kids grow up and become adults like us like you and me and we still hold on to those belief systems and that is what we are going to talk about today it's those belief systems that actually hold us back that we are going to talk about today and uh, of course those beliefs are called limiting beliefs and they are any beliefs that limit you like the word says in any way in your life now let me give you an example i grew up an only child um in the 90s in india and one of the things that i remember doing as soon as i turned probably 6 or 7 years old was um uh, having a key around a a a chain in my neck like a gold chain around my neck and i would come back from school and i would actually unlock the front door and i would be alone at home from afternoon 2 pm to maybe around 6 pm when my mom got back home right and this was again you know this exercise happened because well my parents wanted to keep me safe you know ensure that i get home and i can eat home cooked food and blah 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 but one of the things that ended up happening was they told me not to open the door for any stranger like you would do with any kid right you would tell that to any kid that don't open doors for strangers that's a very natural instinct for a parent it's a very protective instinct for a parent but for me my 6 year old 7 year old brain actually took that in as a red flag to talk to strangers that i cannot talk to strangers it translated into that belief that i cannot talk to strangers and up until very recently up until a few years ago i actually held on to that belief that i cannot talk to strangers i'm incapable of talking to strangers whereas if you know me in my personal life that's not true i mean i work with strangers all the fucking time all of my coaching clients come into my world mostly as strangers and then we become like really really good friends and i don't really have a lot of um qualms about actually letting go and having a conversation striking up a conversation talking to strangers but that fear that was instilled in me as a 7 year old actually stayed with me for the next 20 plus years of my life and made me believe that i cannot that i am actually incapable of talking to strangers now that is what we mean by a limiting belief it is a belief that you 
actually have accepted into your world to such an extent that you are not ready to even step outside of it even a little like you just believe that that's your truth and you're not going to do anything apart from that truth now i'm going to tell you a little bit um like a small little story about uh, how they train elephants in india and um it's very interesting it's a very interesting demonstration of how limiting beliefs actually form in humans as well so what happens when a baby elephant is born is of course the elephant needs to be trained if the elephant is not out in the wild um they are trained by these people that are called mahouts and what a mahout will do with a baby elephant is it they he would basically take take the elephant and tie a small rope to the elephant's foot and then tie the other end of the rope to a log of wood now i don't know how many of you have seen baby elephants but they are quite small as compared to a full grown elephant so obviously the you know baby elephant being a kid going to want to move away from there and he's going to try and tug at the rope try and tug at the log but because he's so tiny he cannot really uproot the log now what happens is this elephant starts growing and when it becomes when he becomes a fully grown elephant they have massive strength again i don't know if you've seen elephants they are ginormous creatures with like an immense amount of strength okay but what the mahout will still do is he will still tie a rope to the elephant's leg the fully adult elephant's leg and tie the other end to the same log and you know what the elephant will not move even though he has the strength to uproot massive trees the elephant will not move because that belief is so imbibed in him that i cannot move away because this rope is tied to my leg and i couldn't do it when i was a kid and i can't do it today and that's exactly how that's exactly how beliefs turn into long term truths or realities for a lot of us as we adult because we were told something when we were a child and we just take it at face value and we never try anything that's beyond that and it just becomes our reality we we'll, we repeat it so often enough to ourselves that it really really becomes our reality and that's how we end up believing things about ourselves that's how we end up believing things like you know i'm not smart enough or i'm a big girl or i cannot run fast enough or i cannot run a business or you know whatever it is any beliefs that you are having that actually holds you back a lot of them actually started at a place where it was probably essential for your survival or it was probably true when it was imbibed in you but it no longer holds that value or it no longer holds that um, amount of weightage in your life today now next what we are going to talk about is how are these limiting beliefs formed and why we want to understand this is because that is the first step understanding how a limiting belief is formed is exactly the same steps that you can do to reframe those beliefs okay and of course we're going to talk about that in a future episode but 
today we are going to understand where limiting beliefs and how limiting beliefs are really formed so let's take an example of a girl who believes that she has always been big okay like someone who is always been a big plump chubby girl right now what happens the first step is to to actually solidify any limiting beliefs is evidence right so maybe at some stage in life at some point in life that girl was chubby right and that is the evidence that the limiting belief is based on then the next step is logic right we try to put logic for every single thing in our lives so what we would do is we would look at a girl even if she is a young kid and you'll be like oh she's big so she's going to be big for the rest of her life because well that's what we've been told we haven't been told that humans are always evolving creatures we are constantly shape shifting and you know changing our identities we are not told that we are told that humans are the same throughout right that's the logic that we have so then we look at that girl and we we say that you know what she's a chubby girl today she's bound to be a chubby girl 10 years from now and that's exactly what that girl also thinks about herself that if i am chubby today i'm going to be chubby forever that leads to an emotional response right a lot of us especially in this culture of fat shaming that that girl is most likely to feel a little down and depressed about it or feel a little anxious about it about the fact that she is not thin she's not skinny she's on the chubbier side that's that's going to lead to an emotional response and then what happens when you have an emotional response is that kind of latches into your brain that belief system latches into your brain because you remember how it made you feel and then there is of course so much social consensus around her so probably she's being told by her uh, pe teacher at school that she's chubby or she's being told by the doctor that she needs to lose weight or she is told by a guy she likes that oh i would have dated you but you're a little too chubby for me and that entire limiting belief gets cemented into her brain and even though 20 years later she's probably you know a a nice athletic fit female she is still going to think that i am big she is still going to believe she's still going to be holding on to that belief system that i am a big girl so that is all that i had to share with you today because i think again like i said it's so important for us to understand where our limiting beliefs come from it's so important for us to understand why we do what you what we do and more importantly why we don't do what we don't do because well you were programmed that way you were conditioned by the family that you were born into the society that you were born into the country that you were born into the community that you were born into and you absorbed all of that conditioning and formed your own mental map and the last thing that i want to leave you on the last thought that i want to leave you on and i really want you to think about is this your map is not the territory which means your beliefs are not the reality which means you can draw a new map which means you can actually redraw whatever abstractions of reality that you want to draw and of course we will talk about that in subsequent 
episodes. I am so excited to have you here and I am so glad that you are a part of this beautiful journey to build your Alanda's fuck life. All right, ciao. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming. And if you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra extra inspiration and send me a hello on Instagram by searching at shalrakapi. Also tag them in the show notes. I love and adore you so much and I will talk to you super super soon. In the meantime, continue building your most authentic and aligned as fuck life. Ciao.